0: Wine tasting like never before. Learn the fundamentals of wine tasting and the lifelong benefits of mindfulness. All-in-one class. Marine veteran Aaron Johnson and his wife Kelly with experienced winefulness are up next on Veteran on the Move.
1: Welcome to Veteran on the Move. If you're a veteran in transition, an entrepreneur wannabe,
0: or someone still stuck in that
1: J-O-B trying to escape, this podcast is dedicated to your success. And now, your host, Joe Crane.
0: With the Cash Rewards credit card from Navy Federal Credit Union, you can earn 1.5% cash back on every purchase. And right now, rates are as low as 1.79% APR. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information. All right, today we're talking with Aaron and Kelly Johnson with Experience Winefulness. Um, before we get to uh, talking about this, which sounds really interesting, by the way, it's like all about wine, so I'm um, really looking forward to hearing what you guys are doing with that. Um, Aaron, if you want to start off, uh, take us back and tell us what you did in the Marine Corps.
2: I had uh, an exceptional military career. I started off enlisted, and I was enlisted for nine years. I loved it so much. Um, I did logistics, so my job was awesome. And then, as any other enlisted guy knows, you become a professional janitor. So I did a lot of cleaning and stood a lot of duties. But I was going to college the whole time that I was enlisted.
0: Great.
2: And I thought, you know, hey, I might as well cross over to the dark side. So after graduating getting my bachelor's degree, I became an officer And as an officer, I became – my MOS was intelligence, which was a great field to be in. I um, had had some exceptional experiences. I was out in Yuma, Arizona with a marine aircraft group, and I got to deploy to Afghanistan. And then I did a tour in Liberia, Africa. And those were both good deployments, good experiences, and – at my 20 year mark, I was going to try and stay in a little bit longer, and I made it to 21 years in a couple months. And it just was a was a great career. Had a lot of very good experiences. Met some incredibly great people, as you know from you know being a military man yourself. It was just a a good time.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Kelly, you want to jump in there and give your version of that? <laughs>
1: Actually, Aaron and I got married towards the end of his military career, uh-huh. and um it, it, we you know i I knew him for years and years and uh so i I do understand though that she also serves who uh sits at home and waits at least that was mm-hmm. one of the things my mom said my dad had been uh was in for thirty thirty three years mm-hmm. in uh the, the navy so uh definitely understand how uh having the big you know m we say you know the military spouse m on your chest right it it can make it really um difficult for couples and for families a lot of times because you have to be both independent and dependent at the same time so mm-hmm. um my hats off to all of those families who um serve together yeah for sure
0: thank you I appreciate that so, talk to us a little bit about um, Aaron after you retired, um, looking to get jobs, and you guys somehow got, in, got this entrepreneur um, fever going on. So, tell us about what the transition was like and how you got into entrepreneurship and starting uh, Experience Mindfulness.
2: My transition was pretty easy. Being a um, a military officer, I I, um, I picked up a, a job right away. And uh, I've continued to work ever since retirement. Mm -hmm. But Kelly is the real entrepreneur of this relationship. And I consider myself a big force multiplier. Um, I use all my military experience, all my college education to back and support Kelly with her entrepreneurial ideas. And she's had a couple of them. But the experience mindfulness, I'll let her tell you how uh, experience mindfulness came about.
0: All right. Sounds great.
1: Yeah. Well, and some of that too was after, you know, after you retiring, not wanting to move to the East Coast, not wanting to live in DC. We wanted to stay in Hawaii. We wanted to maintain, you know, the life that we had started here. Mm-hmm. And, um, when we, when we first started, to, so I'm also a um, marriage and family therapist by training, mm-hmm. um, mostly work couples counseling. Um, and so one of the natural things that I, I'm asking couples about, and, I'm, you know, if I'm talking to a guy, I say, how do you manage stress? If I'm talking to a woman, usually I'll say, what do you do for self-care? And, you know, I find time and time again, somebody would be like, well, I drink wine. Um, and I always get very excited cause I'm a super cork dork. Uh, thanks to Aaron, he created a monster on that one. Um, and you know, while we were dating and I like brought home some large bottle of pink wine, I'm using my air quotes there. Um, and he was like, Oh, I think we're going to have to break up. And I said, well, when you start paying for my wine, you can dictate what it is that I drink. And so from there, he was like, okay, I will. And he started introducing me to, you know, more interesting and better quality wines. And then that turned into trips around, you know, uh, around wine, really, Mm -hmm. right, visiting wineries and families and, um, you know, that are often run by families. And um, so when I started making that connection, I've since gone through my first certification towards um, my Sommelier training um, and done tons of, we call it home study, tons of that. So <laughs> um, when I really started thinking about and and during my training how personal wine is, it's very, very personal. Um, and so when you go through Sommelier training, they are teaching you to be to learn a language that everybody speaks the same language so that we all know the same thing. Just like in the military, right? Mm-hmm. You have to learn all the acronyms, you have to understand what, you know, what everything means. It's its own kind of subgroup. And for me with wine, it's so incredibly personal and there's so op- so many options for everyone that I thought, man, what if we could turn this experience of what somebody's doing already into um, a lesson in mindfulness and um, for those, you know, who are are, are experiencing PTSD or um, other really high trauma, stress, mindfulness is like one of the most powerful things that we can do. And so we started out with our original class called Experience Mindfulness, and it's a um, meditation in a glass, and then we moved from there to doing some like wine and food may pairing made easily. And then, um, we also did, uh, we also do, a, a class called wine body balance, which is, you know, movement and a glass and, uh, a couple of other fun things. And the goal was just to make it really approachable and easy and to change the way we look and experience wine. And, and, it's wine agnostic cuz you can do it with a glass of water really it's not as much fun but you could <laughs> potentially um and so the the skill set and and the the ability to get that that ground foundation uh it it just has taken off and we've done it at, uh for like festivals and we've partnered up with wineries and we've partnered up with restaurants and um uh, smaller organizations to be able to bring this series.
0: And so, wow, yeah. that's awesome. Well, Hey, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to be right back. I have several credit cards with Navy federal personal and business cards. Did you know with the cash rewards credit card from Navy federal credit union, you can earn one and a half percent cash back on every purchase. Your rewards won't expire while your account is open and you can redeem them as soon as they're earned. Who doesn't love getting cash back? Plus, the cash rewards card is contactless, so you can make payments quickly and securely with just the tap of your card. Speaking of rewards, you can get a Navy Federal Auto Loan and reward yourself with a new car. Applying is easy. You can do it on their mobile app, online or by phone. And it's so fast, you can get a decision in seconds. Right now, rates are as low as 1.79% APR. Plus, you can estimate your monthly payments with their online auto loan calculator before you apply. So whether it's your first car or your dream car, Navy Federal can help you cruise into a monthly payment you can afford. At Navy Federal, the members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. Open to armed forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Credit and collateral subject to approval, rates subject to change, and are based on creditworthiness. Rate available for new vehicles. Messages and data rates may apply. Visit NavyFederal.org for more information and to apply. This year started off strong, and then we were all surprised at how quickly things changed. 2020 has been the year of uncertainty. So how can your business plan for the unexpected? As entrepreneurs, whether you're launching your first business, scaling your current business, or in need of extra support to complete a project, Fiverr's global network of on-demand freelance talent is here to help. You can find what you're looking for instantly. It's easy. Customize your search by service, deadline price, seller reviews, and more. No more guessing games. You'll know exactly what you're paying for up front. No negotiating needed. And they have 24-7 customer service. Fiverr is a network of quality talent you can count on. Freelancers have worked with some of the most influential brands in the world. Find freelancers that are ready when you are. Fiverr's platform is flexible enough to accommodate and manage the ebb and flow of business. Check out Fiverr.com and receive 10% off your first order by using my code VETERAN. Find all the digital services you need in one place at F-I-V-E-R-R.com. Code VETERAN. Again, that's Fiverr.com. Code veteran. All right. Back talking with Aaron and Kelly Johnson from experience winefulness. So before the break, um, you we were just getting started uh, talking about what you guys are actually doing with experience winefulness. So my question is, what is it you guys do? Do you, do you have people over and have a wine house party? Do you meet at a winery? Um, what kind of things are you doing to bring people into the, the world of wine and and integrating you know, essentially you know therapy and counseling with it along with it.
2: So I'll say it started off with um small social gatherings drinking wine. Um like I mentioned before, when I was enlisted, I rarely drank alcohol. I saw uh in the military a lot of Marines and, and, and people serving have a lot of problems with alcohol, alcoholism and uh drinking anytime anybody ever got in trouble. I was usually, you know, drinking involved with it, mm-hmm. so I didn't drink much when I was young and enlisted, and I was a total gym rat, PT hound, I always said you know, <laughs> first class Marine Corps PFT right. that they drill into. So when I did start to drink, um, I went for something a little bit higher quality, and so I started tasting and enjoying some quality wines, and that's why. When Kelly said that when we got together, she was just drinking cheap stuff, which I see a lot of people do. And I was like, hey, if you invest a little bit more, we can can have better quality um, wines, which will make for a better quality experience. And so we started off with our friends. And then we became kind of the resident experts after all our traveling, visiting wineries, being at other wine events. Mm-hmm. And we said, hey, we can do this ourselves. So We've done it at festivals in Canada. We've done it um, all over all over the world, um, from small house gatherings to we large festivals. And now, with the quarantine going on, we've actually been doing some online. Um, webinar type wine casing and wine educational events too.
1: And I think that's an important lesson for, you know, for entrepreneurs who are coming through and we've all had a major change in our lives and being able to pivot from one thing to another, um, being able to look across like, okay, what are the skill sets and trying to be creative about um, how can we deliver a service? What are people asking for, right? What am I good at? What are they willing to pay for? And what do I enjoy? And mm-hmm. somewhere in there is, is probably your ideal business. Um, and the ability to be able to pivot that business, be creative about how do you deliver it or, um, you know, what can you add to your, to your skill set or to your product line or to, you know, whatever, I think mm-hmm. is another important lesson for entrepreneurs of always be looking for, You know, there is that under promise and over deliver, right? Mm -hmm. Which I think is, is really good advice, but also what's, what's the next thing? How can I innovate in a way um, to get my product or my service to customers and what are their pain points right now? You know, we started out thinking about, you know, pain points being, you know, stress or pain points being knowing about wine or pain point, you know, something like 30% of people have um, have anxiety around trying to order a bottle of wine, right? (laughs) So figuring out what it is that you like um, and how to ask for it. And I think that that shows up in all different areas of our lives. Um, So uh, also like, like Aaron said, now that we're doing online events, um, my next goal is to really train other trainers in doing this, right? We're two people. But um, the idea of being able to share an experience and build up other military um, folks to be able to train, to be able to do this themselves and non-military too. But um, I just think it's uh, a, a great opportunity for those who are, you know interested in in doing some kind of training or interested in in wine itself and there's another lesson there if we have time.
0: Yeah, so so how is it you're integrating educating people about wine and integrating uh mindfulness with that?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um so you know, we look at all five of our senses and um, those who are small AAs have been mindfulness experts for hundreds of years. Um, you have to get really familiar with what's in that glass to be able to understand what it is. And we add in the additional, um, you know, the additional element of trying not to judge trying not to, I feel like that's our, our number one go-to like, Oh, I like this or I don't like this, but rather than I like it or I don't like it, it's what do I notice? Mm -hmm. What did I notice about that? If you like it or you, you don't like it, just figure out what it is that you noticed and then you can start to discern what it is that you like and you don't like.
0: Interesting. And is it really like are you really using mindful techniques, um, integrate? Like, is it more like a wine analogy? Like find out what, what you noticed about the taste of the wine. And then what did you notice about, you know, mindfulness or, you know, in the therapeutic sense?
1: Yeah. I'm going to be cautious about saying that it's therapy because it, although it, it is for me, um, it's not for everyone. um, Absolutely. I mean, once you start to become an expert in mindfulness, right, and and we're all, those of us who are on that, um, work through that. But mindfulness is really about noticing what the experience is and then being able to experience it without judging it. Um, And that is at the essence of mindfulness, really, um, and being able to notice it on multiple layers. So, what do you feel? What do you smell? What do you taste? What do you see? What do you hear? Um, and and great grounding technique. And it works in a lot of different ways, but it just so happens that wine have a really good conduit for doing that activity.
0: Yeah, interesting. Okay, so I'm I'm curious, like however, what, whatever you're willing to share on the business model side of things. Um, how How is it you're able to generate revenue or at least or you want to go back and how you got started and where you're at, where you're at and how you're you know producing revenue now?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's an important lesson. Actually. When we first started, we started out with a direct sales company. And so we learned from that some things about wine, it was also some things about sales, and I figured out really quickly I didn't want to be schlepping wine. <laughs> um, and then on top of that, you know, we we were repping for a really quality brand, but the company disappeared, and with it, um, so did, you know, the entire business model and the way we were making money at that time. <laughs> and so we, again, we had to eat. and I said, you know, I don't actually want to be dealing with selling that's not really where my competency is and that's not where my passion is. And um, so I I started to look at the aspects of that, that I really, really liked, right? The things that really spoke to me and and to Aaron as well. Mm -hmm. And those were more around the education and the the teaching and the, the sharing that information. So with our current business model under um, the, you know, COVID conditions, the new normal. Um, We are setting up classes ahead of time and folks can join in um, online webinars and um, we all share wine. Sometimes we'll have a list of here are the things you need to bring to the session Mm -hmm. um, ahead of time. So if it's like tasting elements or it's a particular type of wine, et cetera, um, we'll ask, you know, you'll get, participants will get in advance that information and then they register and they take the class and uh, we receive revenue, uh, you know, from every person who registers
0: for that class.
1: There are a bunch of different business models, but that's the one we're currently doing.
0: Yeah. You know, I think years ago, I remember those um, direct sales wine companies where you go over to someone's house for a wine tasting party and there'd be a rep there and they'd run you through the the whole thing. And they're like, Oh, we just happen to have cases of wine for you to purchase if you like that one. So kept,
2: um, that's kind of how we started out.
0: Yeah.
2: And doing the wine casings, we found that we were educating people. And so, like Kelly said, she she has a background in education, and you know, me and my military, all of us are trainers. We all uh-huh. have the fundamentals of military training. So we decided to run with the training aspect of it rather than selling a product and you know, we we charge for training and we train the trainers and we, we educate people and we provide them uh, an experience and, and hopefully um, a lot of people are getting a lot out of it.
0: Yeah. So now that you're way down the road um, with your business, what aspects of it are you, are you finding are the most successful or what, what part of the model tends to work the best for you?
2: I think the, one of the products is, um, and said so there's a lot of anxiety about wine. People, you know, when you say wine, people are like, okay, red or white. And then there's so many different varieties out there. Um, the educational aspect of it, people want to learn more because it's, uh, it's a place where there's not a lot of education in wine. So we are going that demand. It's, it's, you know, basic economics, supply and demand. There's a demand for, for knowledge. There's There's a gap there. And we are filling that
0: gap. Yeah. And so um, because of the COVID-19 thing, you guys have switched to primarily a all-online model. How's that working for you? Are you guys doing Zoom calls and things like that?
2: Yes, we are. And it's, it's working out pretty well. We have a, uh, some good times with it, each, you know, with social distancing. People are in their homes. And um, like Kelly said, we recommend – what to bring to the zoom call get you know what type of wine you want to to have and we've done some online um movement stuff so you know there are people that are doing like online yoga classes and stuff we do our little wine body balance aspect of it and We try to have some fun with it. Um, I'm a musician also, so I'll I'll play music over the Zoom call and provide musical entertainment. And uh, Kelly is exceptional with the educational portion of it.
1: Yeah, I think we just try to make it fun. You know, if people are having a good time, we need to be distracted and... and sometimes. And and if we can have fun and connect Mm -hmm. all over the world, right. Um, Potentially, I think that that's a good lesson for all of us. And, um, and as we continue to build the the repertoire of what we can do online, I think probably for us, the next, you know, iteration of that will be to do outdoor events. Um, We're hoping to be able to do those soon, but the beauty of this of moving to the online platform is that people who wanted to attend our classes, who are in, Georgia or in Washington or, you know, in Texas, they can come too. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's actually.
0: Yeah. Um, and so with the online model, you're able to charge admission um, to the the zoom calls in the online uh, class.
1: Yes, exactly. So we use Eventbrite as a participant um, mm-hmm. and in their They've been a really good, I'm, I'm not tech savvy Uh and I think Aaron might be less tech savvy than I am (laughs) taking advantage of of the um, existing platforms out there like Eventbrite, like Zoom, you know, um, some of these, uh, they're very user friendly. They set it up so that, you know, you can in advance, they'll, they'll schedule like your emails and your contact information with other folks and, um, that just makes it like, you know, fire and forget to some extent, yeah. right? There's a bit of pre-planning, but once you do that, it really makes it accessible, I think, for a lot of folks.
0: Are you getting a lot of repeat business?
1: Yeah, we do. Um, to the point where we're thinking about doing a series or um, also a potentially a subscription where folks can come in every month if they wanted to, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I mean, the topics are endless. So um, we're always looking for new ideas, and um, listening to the people who join in our calls or join in our classes um, and and trying to provide to them, you know, to some extent, what it is that they really are asking for. Yeah.
0: And and how long have you guys been doing this?
1: We have been doing this in different iterations for about five years now.
0: Really? Wow. That's yeah. awesome. And um, <clears throat> so how many – can you throw some numbers at us? Like, uh, how many events are you typically doing? You know, per week or per month. Um, what kind of what kind of volume of customers do you have flowing through? Is is it very consistent? Or
1: sure. So for for me right now, I also run a full time uh, or part time practice, and I um, support the the Navy in a position. So my time is um, is somewhat limited, uh-huh. and so. Um, it varies between you know 1 to 3 classes a month sometimes more if if you know we we have that opportunity um but and i try to keep the classes small so mm. less than you know 50 people i would say is max and um you know classes are between 35 and 45 dollars a class so you mm-hmm. can do the math on that okay. um yeah and um it so with not a lot of prior um, you know, knowledge or, or it prior planning, we're able to, you know, make enough money to pay for wine at least for sure.
0: Yeah.
2: That's about a awesome. couple About a couple months where we'll, we'll do like one class charge $45 a person and have 10 people show up and make 450 bucks. And we've had a, uh, some other times when we were doing you know, every weekend and sometimes two and three times in a weekend. And so we had, you know, a couple thousand dollar months in revenue from from these wineful experiences.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, well, so um, we're getting we're getting close to the end of our time. Um, if uh, how is it? We do how, how do we find you?
1: You can find us online at experiencewinefulness.com. Mm hmm. Um, or on our Facebook page for the Experience Mindfulness. You can also email me directly at windful W-I-N-E-F-U-L, W-W-I-N-E-F-U-L, at hotmail.com.
0: Awesome. Well, um, I do want to give you the last word. Uh, if you're out there talking to a military spouse, somebody in the military on their way through a transition, and they're looking to start their own business, get into entrepreneurship, what kind of advice would you have for them?
2: I'd say go all in, uh, have a very positive attitude, you know, positive mental attitude, and take all the the training and the experiences you've gotten from the military, all the good and all the bad, and focus that on you know being your motivation, being your drive for what you want to pursue next because that's how you, know, you make it through the military is a lot of hard work and um, tenacity. And if you apply that in your after military life, then I think that you will be successful.
0: Awesome. Kelly, you got anything to add to that?
1: I would say figure out what you love and do as much of that as you possibly can.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well said. Well, thanks for, uh, for sharing your, Entrepreneurial success stories, really cool. What you guys are doing uh, with wine and uh, how you've worked in the mindfulness part of it—I've never really seen that approach. So, yeah, I think you—you you might be the only therapist I've ever met that recommends alcohol. <laughs> I, <laughs> Do, I, I can
1: recommend alcohol to my therapy clients, but I can recommend <laughs> therapy to my alcohol clients. So. <laughs>
0: oh, I love that. Good switch. <laughs> okay. Well. Enjoy and hope you're enjoying Hawaii down there. Um, So it's a great place to live. Um, I'm up here in the Midwest, so. um, oh,
1: Great place to live.
0: Yeah. Next time we're in Hawaii, I have to come by and say hi. Please do.
2: Please do. We'll have some
0: wine for you. <laughs> awesome. Okay. All right. That sounds great. And so we're Oscar Mike now. Take care.
1: Aloha. Thank you,
0: Thank you for listening to Veteran on the Move, your pathfinder to freedom. If you like the show. Leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are always greatly appreciated. So until next time, this veteran is Oscar Mike.